Today is September 7th, 2022. Today on The War at Home, President Biden has come under fire for some recent comments he made at a fundraiser calling some MAGA Republicans fascist. My question is, is that really all he said? Because I could think of a few things to call those MAGA Republicans. Also, a crisis out of Mississippi where the residents have been unable to use any of the water and uh, the struggles that are connected to that. Also in a nice try segment, hypocrisy and what it has to do with this sudden outrage over the president seemingly showing some teeth. Also, a North Carolina mayor is being threatened with racist comments and is currently under investigation. Forget this, removing a Confederate monument and flexing his ability to do so as the mayor of the town. Wow, crazy, right? Also, a graphic dash cam video showing the brutal beating of a 12-year-old by the hands of, you guessed it, law enforcement. <sighs> Time to start peeling some more bad apples. Folks, we've got a lot to cover and a little bit of time to cover it in. So, let's get started. Kick that mew! Hello everybody, this is The War at Home, I'm Mo. Let's get into it. Our first story involves President Biden. During a recent fundraiser, he came under fire by the GOP, who's really surprised, and by some Democrats, again, who's really surprised, uh, by comparing some MAGA Republicans to semi-fascists. You see, right there, that is, let me, let me finish. During his speech, he says, what we are seeing now is the beginning or death knell of an extreme MAGA philosophy. It's not just Trump. It's the entire philosophy the, that underpins, I'm going to say something. It's like semi-fascism. Okay, so... uh. How do I say this? Uh, who gives a fuck? Like, really? Uh, did we not witness the last few years of politics and for, forget, just all of a sudden we forgot how at moments, just, you know, not all the time, but just uh, a few moments where the president at that moment was a classness a classless Neanderthal, a uncouth son of a bitch, a superior uncouth son of a bitch. I mean, we just suddenly forgot that, right? And, you know, I'm going to always throw up the old favorites, grabbing somebody into Virginia, you know, comparing shithole countries that happen to be have predominantly, you know, people of color being... Haiti and a few other things. Don't get me wrong, the current president has been very great to immigrants, you know, from other countries either. Let's not beat around the bush here. I remember the borders. I remember the photos. And my favorites were the ones on horseback riding around, seemingly whipping people. I mean, that wasn't traumatizing to anybody. But hey, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about this. 
Like, where the fuck did these people get off doing this? Like, like, you suddenly found some more high ground. Nothing on Fox News makes a difference. Let me just say that now. There's nothing that someone on Fox News could tell me unless they quit Fox News. And they currently have another show where they could actually do something that most of the people, I, in my opinion, on Fox News aren't capable of doing anymore. Behave like journalists. Okay? Okay, behave like actual journalists who went to school and went through the process of trying to learn how to do all these things. You know, you know, real journalism. You know, uh, well, I won't. I would take that back. Not real journalism, a more traditional form of journalism. Like, where do these people get off? And then we got this prick from cnn the guy that owns cnn but he basically might as well just tattoo a big donald trump you know you know big donald trump tattoo on his ass you know maybe turn the t sideways so he knows how it's supposed to go in so we can uh so so we can kind of forget about cnn because it looks like now they want to try to play the false more high ground as well because because what all of a sudden, we want to be critical of politics. We want to be critical of politicians when under the uh, last administration, it was a circus. It was a fucking circus show. No, no, no. Where do these people come from? The only thing he said was making a saying semi-fascism has somehow uh, just, 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 just gone past the point of no return for some of these hypocrites. I mean, some of these people. And I'm like, Really? This is where you draw the line. There was a thing I saw on social media that sums up this story in a nutshell. Republicans fuck Biden. Okay, then underneath it says Biden, fuck you too. And then underneath it says Republicans, what did you say? With the tears coming out of the out of the Republican, I'm like, with the tears coming out, you know, the the Republican, the word Republicans got tears coming out. It's like ah, it's like what the fuck is that? These people are insane, dude. Like these people are crazy. Look, if you want more high ground, you want to try to claim some. Do better when it comes to electing some of the representatives of your party, because at last I checked, a lot of them, Herschel Walker, a lot of those, Herschel Walker, underqualified, Herschel Walker, pieces of garbage, Herschel Walker, who are still pandering to try to say that the election was stolen, Herschel Walker, are just adding to what most of us have pretty much, and this is coming from an independent, have pretty much accepted, Herschel Walker. Eh, the GOP is kind of a shit show. Look, in my humble opinion, I want to say it like this. Maybe, just maybe, if they put as much effort into being outraged at everything that didn't go their way, I don't know, maybe, maybe passing some laws that make sense and are practical for poor and the downtrodden, maybe trying to pass legislation that helps minorities and black people and LGBTQ people and doesn't push women to the back of the bus. Maybe they would have more people saying, hey, you know, I kind of like this person. This politician might actually have my best interest at heart. 
instead of a bunch of jackasses jacking off, looking at the old videos of Donald Trump speeches, jacking off every night, and a bunch of toothless assholes around going CRT, 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 as if, as if, as if anybody's gonna help them find their teeth. What the fuck? All right, our next story is about a recent video of the mayor of Enfield, North Carolina, tearing down a confederate, a confederate monument and has been receiving racist backlash because of it. Mondale Robinson posted a video where he took down a confederate monument and has been dealing with opposition, even from and including the chief of police and the DA. Here is the story. It's time for this monument to come down. People voted. I tried with a hammer. That wasn't enough. So now here come the tractors. Drive it down. Yes, sirs. Yes, sirs. Yes, sirs. Death to the Confederacy around here. Push that little one over too, bro. All of it. Not in my town, not on my watch. Not in my town, not on my watch. Not in my town, not on my watch. All right, folks, uh, as a result of that, uh, white racists were not happy. They began to post uh, these uh, notes all around town. Um, uh, not happy at all. It says, white people of Enfield, you have let a nigger their word, tyrant, stomp on your white heritage. What will you do? Don't let them get away with anything. Loyal White Knights, the 24-7 phone number as well. Listen to their podcast and their phone number for them uh, to call in. Well, this, uh, uh, this is, uh, is a special kind of stupid. Ain't this a bitch? In trying to do a morally right action this man this progressive politician is receiving opposition from even the people in his own town really this is the thanks you give to someone who is tearing down a monument of oppression little quick history the majority of these you know confederate monuments were put up during the civil rights movement. Yes, to be fair, this one is nearly 95 years old. So yeah, a few of them have some historical, you know, connection to them. That's right. But the majority of them were put there not to more memorialize those who fell. They were there to say, "Hey, guess what? We didn't go nowhere." We're still here, and you need to know that. So stay in your place. I never understood the argument that this country, and by and large, some of the people in this country continue to nag and carry on decade after decade after decade, where it's like, how do you keep trying to push the idea that the Civil War was thought for anything more than keeping people in bondage. Okay? Don't get me wrong. The North, in all its wisdom, had its fair share of hypocrites. 
that's a conversation for another day. How do you want to try to carry the lie that somehow the war, the Civil War was thought on more than just the ability to own other people. And then in that, trying to tear down these memories of this terrible time, which cost this country so many lives and ushered in what could have been a major, major moment of change for this country in its early stages that was quickly completely undone after, unfortunately, seemingly the country gave up on change. The actual American dream, the part of the American dream that all people should believe in. Change. Growth. Things that materialize into not only a feeling, but an ideal. Those things were given up on. And yet there are people who will still argue that things that are connected to those terrible, terrible things deserve to be kept and deserve to be remembered. There's a man named uh, Jimmy Sable. If I remember, I hope that I didn't butcher his name, but well, those of you who know what I'm referencing, I don't care. Fuck him. He was a well-known philanthropist and very close with the Queen and everybody else over there in uh, uh, Great Britain. And when they found out what kind of person he really was, they completely removed all monuments, all statues, and anything that even so much has connected him as a positive member of society. Now, hang on for a second. The United States thought the Revolutionary War to gain freedom, but constantly chooses to carry monuments and carry connections of a history where we thought amongst ourselves to refuse freedom to other people. Ain't this a bitch? There's a reason one of my favorite quotes from anybody uh, the late George Carlin it's called the American dream because you have to be asleep to believe it stories like this are a clear example of that I don't even, man I don't know what to say oh but also an update Mondale Robinson is the mayor of Enfield North Carolina he is now under state investigation after he tore down a confederate monument the town commissioners voted. They approved removing the monument within its jurisdiction. Mayor Robinson could now face criminal charges for personally seeing to its removal. So let me take you back to August, in early August, okay? Early August, infield town commissioners voted four to one. Count that, four to one to do what? To remove the monument. And Mayor Robinson, he was at the meeting. He assured them it would cost nothing to the town. 
Robinson says he spent a day on August 21st, 2022, trying to tear the monument down and recorded himself doing so on Facebook Live. Of course, why would he not? He has the approval of the city commissioners by way of a vote that is legally binding. Enfield Police Chief James Ayers and Andrew Murray, the conservative DA for North Carolina's 47, 42nd Prosecutorial District requested the state investigate the mayor. Atlanta Black Star received a statement from the North Carolina Bureau of Investigation, which says on Sunday, August 21st, 2022, the SBI received requests from the Enfield Police Chief and the DA to investigate property damage at the park in Enfield. Now remember, the property is owned by the city, okay? The investigation remains ongoing. Once the investigation is complete, the case will be submitted to the DA for review. The DA will determine whether criminal charges are appropriate, not the SBI. What? We will keep you posted as this story continues to develop. My hope is that enough of the people in that town see what this is, a witch hunt. A witch hunt trying to basically keep a Negro boy in his place. That's all this really is. Why sugarcoat it? <sighs> okay, we're going to be right back. Going to take a little break, you know, stretch your legs, walk around a little bit. And uh, yeah, we will be right back. What's up, everybody? Hopefully you're enjoying the content, and if you are, please don't hesitate to share, rate, review. Tell everyone you know and as many people as you can about the great content from, of course, us, the Night Shift Network. Look, if you want to donate, you can donate to us directly through Cash App. That's Food for Thought 99. That's our Cash App handle. And again, the more people listen, the more people share, and the more people help this show along. It doesn't just keep the lights on, it eventually buys some bigger lights. Building this thing into something special and hopefully building this thing into something great. Please do not hesitate. Do not hesitate. And I cannot stress this enough. Do not hesitate. Don't just let us know how you feel. Let the people who don't know about us know that you're enjoying the content. Remember, we are with you, and you are with the Night Shift Network. Alright, before we get to our next stories, it's time for what's becoming my favorite segment, Nice Try. So, today's little topic is uh, the sudden interest in moral high ground when it happens to be a president we don't like. Now, I touched on in detail 
what was said during a fundraiser by President Biden. But what I didn't really expand on too much is the fact that these people are hypocrites. Come on now. You're telling me that a president demonstrating a backbone against members and both uh, in the opposite, let's say, political party, but all members of the party of the country who continue to push falsehoods and continue to accidentally buddy up with racist and wannabe fascist groups are somehow they somehow get more respect or deserve more levels of dignity or understanding than the president now let me quickly expand on that President Biden has been very vocal and very clear and this is his mistake Again, by trying to separate the ideology of MAGA Republicans and mainstream Republicans. He said that also in a speech. My question is, why? Why is he trying to separate these fuckers from these fuckers? Come on now, we still have people. We have people coming out of political retirement to run on the... Donald Trump trained to try to get back in public office. Fucking Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. I thought I left this bitch in 2016. My God, man. Sarah Palin as is trying to run for public office again. Where does this end? We have that uh that piss poor excuse for a human being, Herschel Walker, running on the ticket, who apparently, besides not being able to make a, uh, you know, a coherent, a coherent uh, set of words, and not being able to form a coherent sentence, is also not able to show up for a debate because there's no platform. They never have a real platform. And whatever imaginary platform they try to run on usually consist of nothing nothing i do not understand this cheap grace that is constantly being sold by these people anyone who's never heard the uh, term cheap grace it is a term that was coined by a german theologian i believe uh, back in the mid-19th century, which basically sums up like this. So, you suck a dick on Saturday, you cuss out somebody on Thursday, you drink on Friday, and then you get in the, the church or whatever, let's say whatever religious you know building you go to, and you want to act like, oh, oh, Father, forgive me. And then right back around on Monday, you're back doing the exact same thing. Cheap grace is the enemy of progress. Cheap grace is the enemy of change. But most of all, cheap grace is the enemy of common sense. I'm a comic book nerd, so, you know, I draw inspiration from a few different sources. 
the superhero called uh, Shazam, or you know, before they they lost a before you know DC lost a lawsuit, he was called Captain Marvel. Long history. I'm not gonna get into it, but. One of his many, many enemies are the seven enemies of man, or it's a sugar-coated version of the seven deadly sins. Now, again, the seven deadly sins are, of course, pride and lust and all that other stuff. You know that. But I think they need to start finding new titles for the seven deadly sins let's try election fraud all right let's try i don't know um uh maybe grab let's throw grab in there oh oh i got a good one let's throw in incoherent for herschel walker oh let's throw in uh pedophilia for that uh cocksucker matt gates ooh, 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 let's also throw in my favorite hypocrisy for mitch mcconnell ooh, ooh, ooh. and let's also add um uh vanity for marjorie taylor whacked in the fucking head oh and my favorite let's throw semi-fascists in there just to keep them on their toes look i make jokes i say these things and i say all types of belligerent bs at the end of the day, the day is over with. There is a poem that kind of sums up what I'm trying to get at. First, they came for the socialist. And I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionist. And I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews. And I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me. And there was no one left to speak for me. Look, I say again, at the end of the day, the day is through. People, there has to be a point where we can just simply say what the truth is. Minus political party, minus political ideology, minus religious dogma or anything else. And just be honest, these people... Don't have your best interests at heart. And I know it's hard to say it. It's hard to say it out loud. It's hard to admit it. I hate to say it, but it's probably me. People, there is more that is worth fighting for than what a president said. But there is more to fight for when a president does not do all right, we're going to take another break and uh, let's, I don't know, let's all take another break, a breather, grab a little warm apple cider because, you know, it's almost October and uh, come back and jump into the rest of the show. What's up, everybody? Hopefully you're enjoying the content, and if you are, please don't hesitate to share, rate, review, tell everyone you know and as many people as you can about the great content from, of course, us, the Night Shift Network. Look, if you want to donate, you can donate to us directly through Cash App. That's Food for Thought 99. That's our Cash App handle. And again, the more people listen, the more people share, and the more people help this show along. It doesn't just keep the lights on. It eventually buys some bigger lights. 
building this thing into something special and hopefully building this thing into something great. Please do not hesitate. Do not hesitate. And I cannot stress this enough. Do not hesitate. Don't just let us know how you feel. Let the people who don't know about us know that you're enjoying the content. Remember, we are with you and you are with the Night Shift Network. All right, everybody, we are back like we never left. Our next story is out of Mississippi. The current crisis that the residents of Jackson, Mississippi are dealing with to try and get drinking water, clean water, any water. Here is the story. The state capital of Mississippi, Jackson, thousands are without water. The governor is telling them don't drink it, use bottled water. This has been a fundamental problem for quite some time uh, in Jackson, Mississippi. The mayor, Chokwe Lumumba, declared a water system emergency. He says complications from the Pearl River flooding caused a massive pump failure at the water treatment plant. The governor, Tate Reeves, issued this warning. Please stay safe. Do not drink the water. In too many cases, it is raw water from the reservoir being pushed through the pipes. Be smart, protect yourself, protect your family, preserve water, and look out for your fellow man and look out for your neighbors. Reeves said the cause of the problem is unknown. The city-run water treatment plant has been poorly operated and understated, understaffed for years. Uh, when the governor made the announcement, the mayor was not there. Honestly, man, this is, uh, this is shameful. If nothing, I mean, there's nothing else I can really say. This is shameful. Absolutely shameful. In an exclusive interview with Roland Martin Unfiltered, you can find, of course, the full interview on the Roland Martin YouTube channel if you decide to do that. Oh, this and all the other stories you can find, of course, on the Indisputable YouTube channel and the Roland Martin Unfiltered YouTube channel. You can find this and more information about each of these stories as well. But uh, during this interview, a council member, I forget the man's name, and I hate that I've done that, but I have. Uh, the council member uh, out of that particular area in Mississippi, uh, I believe it was 5th or 6th Ward, and uh, he talked about one of the main issues that they're dealing with has always been infrastructure. But what do you really surprised seeing as how Mississippi is one of the poorest states in the country. Okay? One of the poorest states in the country. But who's really surprised by that? A man named John O'Brien uh, in an interview a few years back had a discussion about how Atlanta was like you know, the Hollywood of the South because Atlanta they focused on who got the money and not where someone could drink from a water fountain. Don't get me wrong. Georgia, and just like any other place in the South, is not the, let's say, the bedrock of democracy. But it has its beauty. It has its splendor. It has its uniqueness. But this is not a unique problem. It's amazing to me hearing this story, hearing this information and listening to it and trying to gather what information I could about it. It's like 
like, wow, man. I mean, where do you even start? The same space and place, and, and I know, and I know, I'm probably going to get a lot of BS, but I'm going to say it anyway. These areas, it's not a coincidence, areas like Mississippi and Florida and hell, even Arkansas and Tennessee and all these places put all this effort into not wearing a mask, not getting vaccinated, not doing anything of any real importance or taking the current pandemic because the pandemic has not ended. Do not fall for the okie doke, the banana in the tailpipe. Don't do that. The pandemic is not over. Right now we're in a reprieve. Monkeypox is not the new thing. Don't let them lie to you. But, but uh, the level of dramatic bullshit that so many people went through to not wear a mask or not take this pandemic seriously, a lot of those stories, unfortunately, were in the South and Florida, because I don't classify Florida as a part of the United States, saying is how they have Ron the Dickhead, I mean, Ron DeSantis, or Ron the Dictator, or whatever his goddamn name, you know what I'm trying to say, as the leader, or current leader, in that particular part of the United States, or the we're okay for now states. It's strange that all that effort, all that dramatic BS, and all the arguments that these people push when it's time to go vote, when it's time to do this, especially in places like Mississippi, and there's no accountability for what this problem has been, not what this problem is now, what this problem has been. It seems like every time we get to a point where there's a heavy concentration of areas that are black or of people of color, there's no genuine interest in accountability. There's no genuine interest in any kind of, you know, responsibility. There's nothing. These things could have been avoided had they spent more time worrying about where the money went instead of worrying about what CRT was. All these different people, these representatives, these politicians that represent these areas, when are they going to wise up and realize these people don't care about you? They don't give a fuck about you. And by and large, that means they don't give a fuck about your neighbor. It says, and it is written, it says right here, whatever you do for the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you do for me. Because a lot of these people claim to be God-fearing individuals. So you, you know, answer me this. What do you think the Almighty would say if he just, just, you know, peered down and said, Why are you treating my people this way? Why do you continue to abuse my brothers and my sisters in such a way, but, that, but yet you call my name in your grief? And in your joy. How do you stand here and forget about the least of these, but you believe so greatly in me? It's an amazing concept. It's an amazing idea that 
we can conveniently forget about the least of these until it's time to get the most of their vote. Oh, man, I don't know. But uh, we will keep you posted as this story develops. Um, we're going to take one more break and we're going to come back to our final story for the day. What's up, everybody? Hopefully you're enjoying the content. And if you are, please don't hesitate to share, rate, review, tell everyone you know and as many people as you can about the great content from, of course, us, the Night Shift Network. Look, if you want to donate, you can donate to us directly through Cash App. That's Food for Thought 99. That's our Cash App handle. And again, the more people listen, the more people share, and the more people help this show along. It doesn't just keep the lights on. It eventually buys some bigger lights. Building this thing into something special and hopefully building this thing into something great. Please do not hesitate. Do not hesitate. And I cannot stress this enough. Do not hesitate. Don't just let us know how you feel. Let the people who don't know about us know that you're enjoying the content. Remember, we are with you, and you are with the Night Shift Network. All right, people, our last and most troubling story comes out of Louisiana, where a graphic dash cam video shows two Louisiana police officers beating a 12-year-old because of a traffic offense. Here is the story. The picture of the attorney, okay? Um, the attorney for the family of the child who was arrested is right there. His name is Ryan Thomas. Now, why was the child arrested? Well, he was riding on his dirt bike. He was arrested by Louisiana deputies, pulled him over and pulled him off of his dirt bike and decided to stump on him. The attorney for the family and this young kid, Ryan Thomas said the ordeal occurred in February near New Orleans in the community of Bell Chase, left his client who is five feet four and only about 130 pounds with a broken leg and a concussion. Put up a picture of the sheriff who's backing this insanity. His name is Jerry Turlich. All right, I've been beating around the bush. I just say it, fuck the police. When they do things like this, fuck the police. People, people, like what? What could you possibly say in a situation where a 12-year-old, not even 200 pounds, could cause any, any issue to two adult police officers? What, what? What could you really say? Like, really, man, what could you say? What could you really say in this situation? Like, how? How do they make up these defenses to what is indefensible? This ridiculous, asinine bullshit. A kid. This is a kid. On what planet do you live on to where these, these this level of force is necessary for a 12-year-old Barely 100 pound, not even a 150 pound kid 
to be so brutally attacked when being apprehended for something so pointless. I mean, where the fuck do you get off making these kind of excuses? These people are sick in the head. That's why, again, whenever I hear people say things like, you know, back to blue, I always just, I squint just a little bit, just a little bit, so I can see where their soul ends and their devotion to these monsters begin. Now, I'm going to say it again. This is not about all cops. This is about a lack of accountability for the cops that commit these kind of crimes. This kid has no reason to be attacked like that for something as minor as that. They literally, they really did give him the equivalent of a $5,000 punishment for a $5 crime. And I know, I may seem like I'm being a bit hostile about it, but these stories are just constantly going on. I cannot be the only one that's embarrassed by some of this shit. Where does the accountability come in that has to be there in situations like this? You have someone who is choosing to try to defend this. Again, if you want to see the video, which that's up to you if you choose to, you can find the full story on the Indisputable YouTube channel and get the commentary from, of course, the host of the show but my mind is made up there is no excuse for this there's never an excuse for this but there's constantly someone trying to make a backbiting excuse for it i don't understand it and i do not give a damn how hard the job of policing is this is not okay all right this is not fucking okay this kid didn't do anything wrong because I've tried to have a childhood. And that is something I think we can all agree that kid deserves to have, especially after this. <sighs> there is a suit on the way, and if it's not, it should be. And they should try to squeeze and yank and tear every penny they can get out of these people for doing this to this boy. Because... This is, my God, oh man, this is inexcusable. This is fucking inexcusable. <sighs> All right, people. I'm, uh, uh, we've come to the end of the show. I always like to end it on a light note. You know what I mean? No, nah, but seriously. If there's anything you should take away from today's show, it's that, uh, justice is blind but that broad needs to take a peek every once in a while. All right, people, but before we go, of course, I've got to let you know these very important things. The truth needs no defense, so don't waste time arguing with a fool. Justice is a right, not a privilege, and no matter how long the battle may feel or may seem, we can never give up the war at home. Thank you for listening, and be safe.
in the house. Because they got magnums too. And they don't kill cars. They kill niggas. on your ass, man, you know? They really degrade you. White folks don't believe that shit, don't believe cops degrade. Oh, come on, those beatings, those people are resisting arrest. I'm tired of this harassment of police officers. Because the police live in your neighborhood, see? And you be knowing them as Officer Timpson. Hello, Officer Timpson, going bowling tonight? Yes, uh, nice pinto you have. <laughs> Niggas don't know them like that. See, white folks get a ticket, they pull over, hey, officer, yes, glad to be of help. Here you Nigga got to be talking about, I am reaching into my pocket for my license. Because I don't want to be no motherfucking accident. 